everybody, the SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, where you can custom order your next Ford vehicle to ensure you get the exact vehicle you want at the right time. Easy steps. Jump online at jimkford.com, select your vehicle, choose your model, trim, and options. Then the Jim K. Ford team will contact you to confirm your selections and pricing and answer all your questions before your order is placed. Easy as that. Your vehicle created your way. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans or jimkford.com. Do you ever wonder how to answer the questions your insurance company is asking? What do they really want to know? Like I drive to work, but only twice a week. Let me deal with it for you. I'm literally an expert. I'm on your side virtually for free. Text me, Jared Gerard, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The SWP with Steve Warren and Jim Jerome. Ottawa Sports Talk every weekday. It's Friday, Friday, going to get down on Friday. Welcome to the finale for another podcast week in the books. They just blow by. We're going to be at a thousand shows before long. It's unbelievable. It was Steve along with Jimmy. Got lots to get to today. NHL draft, big, big trade by the Ottawa Senators leading up to the draft. We'll get to that and much more. James, how are you today? (laughs) <laughs> is that the Tim Allen home it improvement is. thing? Okay, oh, it, it is, Stevie. I'll tell you why. Uh, so I'm, uh, uh, I've got a car. You know, I totaled my truck, as you know. So I've been using an extra car that that my family has. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, no one's using. So I've used this thing cleaning up dirty, Stevie, dirty pigsty. The car. Uh, so the vacuum. I got the shop vac and all that stuff. But Stevie, I found this attachment because I have an air compressor. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, not only Steve, when I fired up the air compressor to check it, because I found this attachment, Steve, that you, you, you fill up a bottle of soapy water and this connects to the air pressure hose, Steve. And it's like steam cleaning seats and stuff. Right. Water comes shooting out. It's unreal. Okay. So uh, I go to hook that up, Steve. Big leak in the hose, Stevie, of the air compressor. Oh. All right. So I'm wrapping duct tape around it, like going going 10 feet down the hose. But the it's an air compressor, Steve. The the, the air leak just finds its way through any crevice. Sure. Okay. It's not, not going to work. Yeah. It's a bunch of pressure, Stevie. So throw it in the car, Steve, to bring it to the shop to get the hose. Or, Steve, fix it myself. Well, what'd you do? Oh, cut the hose off, Stevie. Okay, and now you've got this uh, this crimped end, you know, where the where the where the, the the nozzle is that hooks onto your, you know, your components, right? You've got that, you know, it's crimped into the rubber, right? The end, Stevie. But that's so now I get, you know, how do you get that thing out with this this industrial crimp that they've, you know, they've they've you know squished the hose, Steve, around that thing. You right. can't get it out. Or can you? <laughs> okay, what did you do? <laughs> I I put the heat on it, Steve. I melted it. Oh, I put it in my I put it in my like uh, I, I've got a, a fire pit. You know, one of those propane fire pits, mm-hmm. Stevie. I melted it all out. The rubber came out. The thing slid out, Stevie, because the crimp, the crimping, you know, the the clamp. Okay, it's a crimping clamp. Steve <laughs> melted, Steve slid right out over to Home Depot. 
pick up a couple of clamps, insert the new little thing, Stevie, tighten the clamps down. Good as new! Wow, then <laughs> you are the Tim the Tool Man there, yeah. the home improvement stuff. That's great. Yeah, cleaning the car with the. You get to use the power washer. Oh, for sure. That's the best. That's the best tool of all. I could use that all day. In fact, I'm going to do it this weekend. I've got like a light gray garage, and there's it's just a little dirty on one side where all the trees are because no one ever goes over there. I'm going to get in there with the power washer and hit the vinyl siding. Just take that mother down. It's going to be great. It's beautiful. Beautiful. I got I got a power wash when I first knew you. Uh, I'm an impulse guy. I was watching a, a TV and an ad came on Canadian Tire. Get a power washer today for fucking three hundred bucks. Race over there, get it, put it on the highest you can. Steve it was I don't know twenty five hundred psi, and thought I was going to clean the uh, the uh, what do you, what do you call the little cement below the edge that goes from the f- ground up to the edge of you know about three feet? Not uh, what do they call it? Parging, I think. I think it's called the parging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was going to clean that, Steve, and, and, and ripped all the parging off I had. On such oh, a no, <laughs> that's a powerful power washer. <laughs> oh, Jeez. yeah, went right through the concrete, uh, Stevie. Right through the concrete. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so anyway, Steve, here's the other secret for all you car washing freaks out there. Um, so you've got the mats, Stevie, the summer mats, which are rugs, right? you got the four mats, okay, driver, passenger, you know, back seat, left, left right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to take them out and you're going to shop vac. You know, you're going to vacuum those. You do it. No, no, Stevie, right to the car wash and you hit them with the pressure washer, Steve. Right. Okay. Right. Bring them home and dry them out. Why don't you use your own power washer? No, I have an air compressor, Steve. I do no. used to have a power washer. I could okay. use my own, but the ones at the car wash are way better because they got the soap and all that stuff. So you don't have to, you don't have to reload yours with soap and all that shit. Just right to the, you know. The self-serve car wash. Yeah. Because they're all covered in gum and you need something industrial yeah. strength. Heavy I don't duty, know I, baby. I don't know if I like, though, the idea of like cleaning my son's or anybody's car for them. Because, you know, it, it just gets gross. It's all their all the food that they've dropped or drinks they've dropped. But worse, worse than any of that, you know, and it changed things for me in the cleaning department. I don't mind cleaning my own stuff. But when somebody told me, like, I don't know, 40 years ago. That uh, the dust is actually human skin flakes that have accumulated. I don't know if I feel comfortable cleaning up someone else's gooey mess because we all know dust. If it sits there long enough in a grimy hot car, it takes on that yes. sort of stickiness to it as well. If it gets thick enough, and, and cleaning somebody else's skin cells. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Anyway, for all you car <laughs> clean, I, you know, I, I was never. It's kind of grossing me out, but sorry. Yeah. 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 And your stuff I found in my son's car. It was my son was driving this car. The stuff I found, Stevie. Oh, dear. My youngest is 20 now, Steve. That'll make you feel old. That's bananas. Everything makes me feel old these days, including some YouTube work. We're doing it on the Sens Nation podcast. We don't do any video very much for this show. And Mm -hmm. uh, the the good members are clamoring for it. Not really. But every time mm. I do a YouTube video, I say, who is that old coot? When the hell did young Steve Warren turn into Geezerman? Anyway. About 30 years ago. Yeah, okay. No, oh, no. Come, you know. Just got to be so mean. I'm already in the self-deprecating mode, and you decide to come up and kick me in the nuts. <laughs> do you reef him in the balls? Yeah, you sure. be it's like- a ball reefer. Anyway. 
What put me in a good mood, though, is that my team made the biggest deal of the NHL draft just hours before the draft on Thursday. Uh-huh. And the Sens had talked for a while about, we need another top six forward. We need a top four defenseman. And they went out and got the forward part of it, getting Alex DeBrinkett from the Chicago Blackhawks. And all they had to give up, they didn't have to give anything up off their roster. They gave up their first rounder this year, their second rounder this year, and a third rounder in two years from now. And I think every, I mean, unless you're part of that Chicago Blackhawks front office, everybody is panning Chicago's side of this deal. The Sens get an absolute stud in Debrinket. And, and uh, riddle me this, For, give up a couple of rounds. Well, yeah. Only. Riddle me this, sir. Okay. If you're, if you're starting a rebuild, as Chicago is right now, would you not try and fit in a 24-year-old kid who is the eighth best scorer over the last five years among all NHL players? The eighth best goal scorer? Surely you'd be the kind of guy you might build around. I don't understand what Chicago is doing, but as a Sens fan, I'm all about it. Keep it up. We should do some wow. more discuss. We should do some more business, Chicago. Oh, what totally. a grab for the Senators. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So they've got a really good top six right now. So they've got the big line. I don't I mean I don't know what they're going to do exactly as far as matchups go, but you've already got Josh Norris in between mm-hmm. Brady Kachuk and Drake Batherson. That's a very good line. And now you've got Tim Stutzla with Alex DeBrinkett and either, I don't know, Connor Brown or Matthew Joseph. That level of depth going on right now in their top six. So I'm pleased about that. May not be there right now, but it will be within a year or two. They all are bright talents in the league. So I'm pumped. Cool. Way to go, Sens. Nice. Woo-hoo. Yep. Meanwhile, big surprise at the top of the draft. I mean, the whole draft itself was overshadowed by the DeBrinket deal if you're an Ottawa fan. But mm-hmm. Shane Wright was seen as the number one overall pick by most Habs fans and, and most people around the NHL. I mean, certainly people were affording the possibility that Slavkovsky could go number one, but he was kind of a dark horse. Well, Montreal went out and got Slavkovsky. And Shane Wright, I don't know if you had a chance to see any of the draft. Shane Wright, who expected to go number one, he's up in the stands. And if looks could kill, man, he looked so ticked off. And Uh-oh. it got worse. You know, you that's at the Oscars, they always put up the nominees. Sure. Yeah, The losers up there always have to smile and clap like they're really happy for the winner. Right. And, and Sh- Shane Wright did his best. But at the end of the day, he's a competitive 18-year-old boy. So he looked like he was surly about it. And then he doesn't go second. He Uh doesn't go third either. And finally, Seattle grabs him at four. And when Gary Bettman is shaking his hand on the stage, it it was hilarious because Wright is doing everything he needs to. He's shaking the commissioner's hand. He's smiling for the the camera. And then all of a sudden, because it's in Montreal, this whole draft, Montreal's got the draft table closest to the stage. Man, if looks could kill, the dirtiest look in the world came from Shane Wright toward the Habs for not selecting him number one overall. Maybe stand down a bit, kid. Okay, easy now. Yeah. I'm going to show you is what he's saying, Steve. Little young, little cocky. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, and they can't be that, that wrong. If, they can't be that wrong, young Shane, if number two and three teams decided to do same, and that is not select you. So yeah. You wonder if uh, you just never know, Steve. They got you know they've got scouting scouting talent isn't isn't apparently 
is is not apparently a very exact science. It's, it's, you don't need to have this exact science. You know, these these scouts are so good. You know, there's 20 scouts in every team, and they got junior scouts and college yeah. scouts and pros. You know, they got it. so they they know talent, right? What I guess what you don't know, Stephen, you say how how does this kid get passed up? Because they're pretty accurate all the time on the on guessing who's going to go first. Uh, and then you wonder when you you see this little display, Steve, of emotion that maybe they're going, yeah, a bit of a dink though. Okay, bit of a dink. Could be. Uh, we heard, you know, bit bit bit. You know, coach, maybe coaches, Stevie, like really good, tough to coach though. So maybe, I don't know. You know what I'm saying, Stevie? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Absolutely, it was uh, yeah. reminiscent, and and Steve Lloyd planted this bug in my ear. It was reminiscent of draft day with Kevin Costner. Bo Callahan is dropping. And uh, he was the same kind of bitterman as that was happening as well. So it's very reminiscent of the movie Draft Day, if you happen to know that movie. And now Keith back the other way with the brinket. Keith works in. Fourth and it's Duncan Keith, the overtime winner. Uh, Your Duncan Keith is retiring after 17 years, James. Yes. Uh, Speaking of former Chicago Blackhawks, he had a great career with the Hawks but not really much left in the tank by the time he got to Edmonton. So he's decided Shitty to retire. With Edmonton. Yeah. yeah he and, was. and people were raving about that trade, Steve, you know, there mm-hmm. were a few going, well, he's pretty old. Oh no, no, this is a hell of a grab. That didn't work out. And they traded every girl's dream here in the city, Steve. Every girl is sad, sad, sad today because they all love Zach Cassian. Oh, and he got, he got traded to Phoenix. He's a, he's, he's a great story guy in recovery and, and, a man's man, you know, motorbike rider, tough, gritty, tattooed, tough deal there, Stevie. Okay. Yeah. You get traded. Maybe I'll get to go to Boston or something or what? Phoenix. Oof. <laughs> well, it's year round golf, at least. I guess the weather and the, the, and don't forget, Steve, the jam packed 3,100 seat arena that you're going to play oh. in front of. Right. I saw one guy say, that's a neat deal because, you know, not only, you know, you get to go and play in the NHL, but you get to go to college at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who said that. I'd like to attribute, but. Uh, I digress. Good luck to Cassian. Good guy. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so another off the pagers who go to break. How about, how about Elon Musk saying, yeah, I'm not going to buy Twitter after all. What's up with that? Why? Yeah. $44 billion he bid to buy Twitter. And that's probably uh-huh. a couple of months ago now. And now the bid is on the verge of collapse after Elon Musk sent a letter to Twitter's board today saying he's terminating the whole concept and the whole acquisition. The chair of Twitter's board, on the other hand, said the board is committed to closing the transaction on the price and terms agreed upon with Mr. Musk, and they plan to pursue legal action to enforce the deal. And uh, so I guess there's all kinds of discussion about lawsuits at this point. And I think there was, according to Elon Musk, there wasn't enough information given about some of you know, the nature of some of the accounts that are on there, whether it's fake or spam, that kind of thing. Twitter has oh. failed to refuse to provide that information. Uh, they've ignored Mr. Musk's requests. Sometimes it's rejected them for reasons that appear to be unjustified. And sometimes it's claimed to comply while giving Mr. Musk incomplete or unusable information. I would wonder if this thing, given the kind of person Elon Musk is, and he does have that kind of ego that look at me thing maybe mm-hmm. all just a big old publicity stunt that he knew was going to fall apart at some stage and shares of twitter fell five percent today 
which is a lot of money when you're talking about $44 billion. I'll tell you what Elon Musk is up to, Steve. <laughs> what was that? Is that an impression? Elon, Elon Musk is up to. Okay. He found a better deal, Steve. Okay. Uh-huh. So he pulled out his $44 billion, Steve, uh-huh. because he wants to buy the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what's going on, Stevie, today. Uh, which is kind of weird, Elon Musk and all this. I don't know if you're having the same trouble there, but apparently Rogers has shut down. Their their, yeah. their online stuff is having a bunch of problems, Steve. That would probably have been worth leading with today, actually, because everybody's talking about it. Yeah. I tried to do my banking, and uh, you can't get your cash, Steve. Okay? You can't yeah. get your cash. Try to e-transfer, Steve, or get someone to e-transfer, or e-transfer out or in. Not happening, Steve. What is going on, Steve, with the world banking deal? Makes you kind of stop and think for yeah. a second. It made yeah, me think that like- way. When we had that big, long uh, hydro outage here during a big storm back in May, uh, yes. it got me thinking about, you know, how close the whole thing. You lose your hydro, you lose your internet, you lose the banking. It uh, The world's a pretty fragile place, isn't it? Here, here's what it says, Steve, on my my account. When it comes up on my phone. Service interruption. You may be experiencing issues with Interact services due to the nationwide network outage. Right. Yeah, Rogers is apologizing. They don't know whether they haven't figured it out yet as we record this. It's been about 12 hours at least as we're recording this here on Friday, July 8th. And uh, I'm on Fido which is, uh, you'd think, okay, you've got service. No, no, a lot of these smaller carriers actually use the the big providers like Bell and Rogers. And I right. actually am a Rogers guy, a pseudo Rogers guy. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's very weird. Bill Grease is a great member of the program, one of our best, one of our best mm-hmm. listeners. Hey, Bill. And uh, yeah, he tweeted out today. So my girl said this, Dad, no one carries money anymore. Why do you always keep 300 bucks in your wallet? My girl's saying today, hey, dad, do you have any extra cash? Yeah. All the ATMs, yeah. all the ATMs and the machines are down. Come on, girls, because nothing can ever go wrong. It's like they aren't even mine. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't even mine. Very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, more to come coming up after these words. Want to tell you that, of course, there would be no show uh, without guys like Bill Grease and then the Patreon members without our great sponsors like All Insurance Ontario like Jim K. Ford and the Glenn Walton real estate team. So let's tell you about those good folks. First of all, Jim K. Ford. It's the home, they're the home, of the all-new Ford Maverick, designed to seize the day. Like you, Jimmy, you seize the day. This beautiful truck is built Ford tough. I seize the world! (laughs) (laughs) You just like yelling, the world. I can really beat something to death, can I, Steve? You sure can. Um, anyway, this beautiful truck is built Ford Tough and gives you the best of both worlds, compact on the outside, but still big enough on the inside to seat five and store all of your things. Not to mention the cool 8-inch touchscreen on your dash right there to help you get your work done. Learn more and pre-order the all-new Ford Maverick today at JimKFord.com. You've heard a lot from me over the last three years, and I think I can help you. My goal is to save you money, and I'll make it easy, too. I won't waste your time with 25 questions about whether you got your G1 on a Tuesday or a Friday. Text QUOTE to 860-6008 to get started. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And if you need help navigating this crazy Ottawa housing market, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, 
Glenn's services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. And for buyers, Glenn has the expertise to help you land your dream home. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn today, glennwalton.com. Okay. I don't know if there's anything that I've seen that's been as annoying in the last couple of months, still with some non-sports talk here, as the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Oh, right. I was yeah. I was high-fiving people when that thing came to a close. It was all over my social media, all over the television. I'm like, I do not care about these two human beings. It just it was just airing their dirty laundry in front of us. But when it ended, I was a happy guy, spit spat. That is all. We're done. And then today I heard the most horrifying news in that they're trying to get a retrial. Because I guess one of the jurors that was in this trial, God help us, Jimmy. One of these jurors had the name Joe Smith. And they lived in an apartment complex where there was another Joe Smith. So the wrong Joe Smith showed up to for jury duty and sat through oh, the whole trial. And that may, in fact, be enough to get the whole case thrown out in no, a whole new not trial. Happen, yeah. I would hope not, but that's very alarming to me. Worse than this Although, whole Rogers I'll, thing that you're just talking about, the fear I had about that, this scares me more that yeah. this trial <laughs> might happen again. Yeah, uh, I don't blame you. Uh, I watched Pete's, Pete's, and, Pete's and bits of it, Pete's and Bart's of it. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? <laughs> My my banking system's gone. So, um, so I've I watched Pete's and Bart's of it. Okay, and what is Pete's uh, and Bart's of it? Bits and parts. Oh, okay, all right. Pete's and Bart's. I switched the two consonants, Steve. Okay, got it, got it. I just wanted it's to make sure. You, I know. I just wouldn't want. I was worried that you know I needed to call an ambulance for you. Go Pete's, ahead. It'd be Pitts, I guess. Pitts and Bart's. I like Pete's better. Pete's and Bart's. That could be the new name for uh, McGuffey's. We could add it to the list, Steve. Look at the size of the Pete's and Bart's honor. Right. Remember that? Uh, anyway, uh, I watched Johnny Depp, and that guy really endeared himself to me. I thought he was hilarious on the stand, man. He really was, Stevie. He really was. He was, he, they couldn't corner him, you know. <laughs> he, was, he was laughing at a bunch of shit, so I did watch some of it and was entertained by it. Yeah. Well, it is an interesting thing to watch a guy who is, you know, trained as an actor, has been through every high-pressure situation in the world. Right. So... You see these lawyers with the average Johnny lunch bucket up there, they get all nervous and you sure. know, eyes darting back and forth, their brain goes on tilt. Johnny Depp was just smooth as butter through the whole thing, cracking and, wise through it. So yeah, it was uncommon for yeah. sure and, and kind and, of entertaining. And really fast on his feet, man. Like I mean, yeah. Really fast on his feet and witty and and believable and hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah. It it caught the world by storm for sure. But she got killed, by the way, in that. He won, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of money changed hands there. Anyway, that's of enough it, of anyway. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, should a guy have to give up their number when a newbie comes to town? Not it's a big deal or anything like that. But if you're an NHL player and you've been with a team for a year and change and you've had the same number and then Buddy Superstar comes rolling in, with the same number you have, should you have to give it up to the the new guys? Well, I'm talking about in this case, I'm talking about Alex DeBrinkett, who's on his way to Ottawa. He wears number twelve. Meanwhile, right. Shane Pinto has been here for a year and change. He's worn number twelve. And by the way, a very very good prospect. He's going to be here for a long time. But at this stage of the game, DeBrinkett has been handed number twelve, 
And uh, I don't know. Is that is the onus on the on the younger player or the guy who hasn't been in the league as long? Just give it up like that? I never. I, I don't care. You know, it, it's it's kind of this carved in stone thing with the obvious jersey retirements and the obvious numbers. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna grab a Bobby Orr number five. You know, you're not you're not gonna do a, a Cornway A14, right? You're not gonna do any of that stuff, right? That you'll just never forget those numbers. So. Um, uh, I don't know. All right, then. Steve, I, I, Steve you're obviously not listening. I was looking to see how much time was left in the show and if we needed one more story, so I definitely tapped out. I know you tapped out. Okay, I'll do the take again. It was. You'll see how t- that might be the most tapped out ever, Steve, because you can usually cover it. Right. I can cover a tap out. Okay. Right. If you're, you're tapping out. So here's what I said. And you, this is a long went, extended gag you had going, and I was ignoring all of it. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. So I said this. You said, well, should a guy have to retire his number? And I said, I get it. Okay. If you're going to have iconic players and you're, you know, you're not going to wear Bobby Orr's number five, or you're not going to wear Yvonne Cornway's number 14. You, you oh, just shit. don't do it. Okay. <laughs> it just doesn't happen. And there's this dead silence. I'm going, oh, no. He tapped out. He I, tapped uh, out. Yeah. yeah. You owe me about a thousand tap outs anyway. So. Uh, all good. All good. Anyway, I, I could care less if someone in Boston wore number four. I really could. I, I could give a shit. Or number nine in Montreal or or how many other jerseys they've retired. I don't know. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. Bellevue's four, I think, in Montreal. And even even 99. I don't give a shit. I don't give a what? shit who wears it, especially recently. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you have no affiliation uh, to that number anymore. Why the hell not? Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, I just never – I just – I, I get I get it to celebrate a guy's career. We're going to retire your jersey number. You know, retire his jersey, but not the number. You know, put his name up there. But Kevin Lowe, let, let, you know, there's a kid who came to the Oilers and uh, wore four for that whole time. But Kevin said, unless you're in the Hall of Fame, he's not he's not going to let them retire his jersey. But so right. I guess they have now. But seems anyway, like every, I, I don't know if you remember when you were here, like, so now you got Daniel Offertson, his number has been retired. Number 11, you got number four, Chris Phillips his, his has been retired as well. But right. for a long time, the only number that was there, cause the franchise is so young was Frank Finnegan's number eight. And he mm-hmm. was a tremendous player back in the day has family here in town. And he was part of the original Ottawa senators. And when they tried to come back in 1990, and, and get an expansion franchise. And of course, as we know, they won. Finnegan was a, a part of that thing. Bruce Firestone brought him into the Bring Back the Senators campaign. And right. uh, Finnegan must have been, I don't know, in his 80s. And uh, a lot of people thought, though, that because they retired his number, largely because of his uh, being part of the Bring Back the Senators campaign, they retired his number and his number's up in the rafters and things. Mm-hmm. Lovely guy and everything, but... With Tim Stutzler coming to town, he wanted to wear number eight. Now Jake Sanderson is coming to town. He'd like to wear number eight. Um, that was an interesting one because it was mostly mostly a nicety. Because if you're going to start, you know, the old Silver 7 Ottawa team back in the 1920s, there are a lot of guys that should go up there along with Frank Finnegan. They sort of made an exception right. because he showed up to some news conferences and helped out the Bring Back the Senators campaign. It's kind of a unique situation. Think of it this way, Steve. Opening season, opening day, uh, and and one of those Ottawa Senator guys steps on the ice with number eight. Okay, Steve, 90% of the people aren't going to blink an eye. First of all, they right. won't even know that eight is retired unless they look up. Nothing, or not taking nothing away from Finnegan. You know, I'm just, 
you know, or if someone stepped on the ice wearing, you know, I, it's, it's, is it an outrage? Is it this or that? I, I just never retired the, retired the guy's name, Stevie, put my name in the rafters. I do not give a shit if someone else wears the number. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Leafs did forever. They basically put them up there and they honored them, but guys would freely get to wear them right. long after they were honored. Um, yeah. A number in the rafters with your name on it, that does set you kind of apart. And I've always been an old school guy where I like that one to 31, well, maybe one to 35 old school. Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. the numbers above that tended to be kind of vanity numbers, in my opinion. I don't care one mm-hmm. way or the other. It's no big deal. I just like the look of a team there wearing all the conventional numbers, particularly the numbers between one and 12. Right. So right. I, I'd be all for that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not married to the idea. I do Who want cares? them honored. Yeah. I, I think it's neat to have the number up there. But if it has the surname, that, that would set them apart. So anyway, um, in the case of Shane Pinto, he, in fact, did say it was okay. But what else is he going to say? He might have been right. voluntold that he has to give up the number. Anyway, we'll call it quits there, right there. What, what numbers, Bobby Orr? Again, I keep forgetting. Sorry. Five. Five. Thank you, Bobby Orr. Number yeah. five. Greatest tap out ever. You got to leave all that in there. It's funny. Yeah, I will. It's funny. I will. I, and it's a it's a Friday show. It's a no edit Friday, which means I'm uh, in a mode of slack archery. Clearly, mentally checking out, and of course, not wanting to do too much editing after the fact. Ladies and gentlemen, our website is stevewproject.com. There you'll find all the contact information, info about the show. We'd love to hear from you. Another show, ladies and gentlemen. So have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for being with us for another podcast week. And again, the website, stevewproject.com. We shall talk to you on Monday. See you, James. Good night, everybody. We'll see you.